For those of you I don't know, my name is Ryan Fleener. I'm the rector of St. Luke's Parish in Darien, Connecticut. But before that, I was Lilly Fellow and then Associate Rector and then Vicar here at St. James from 2010 until 2020. And so having said goodbye virtually, it's a great joy tonight to be with you. And I am grateful to my friend and my colleague, Brenda, for the invitation to be here in this beautiful room. We've had beautiful worship all day, but this candlelight communion, which we started while I was here, it's a nice way to end this beautiful day together. Speaking of Brenda, I know it's not time to say goodbye just yet. You have many months ahead of you before you have to face that sad day of her departure. But I think it's worth taking a moment just to acknowledge and to give thanks for the incredible woman who has led this parish for 26 years. Would you join with me in saying thank you to Brenda? That's now the third time I've done that to her today. I don't think she likes it anymore. <laughs> One of the things that I love about Brenda is it's never been about Brenda. She's never been the kind of priest to say, this is my church. She's always been the kind of priest who, like John the Baptist, is a finger pointing beyond herself to Jesus. She knew this isn't Brenda Husson's church, just as it wasn't any of the other rector's churches. It's Jesus Christ's church. Everything she has done as your leader, her whole being is about pointing us and our whole life together to Jesus. But because she knows this is Jesus' church, she also knows it's your church. You, the baptized, you, the faithful women and men of God, Priests, we come and go. I'm living proof of that. I had my 10 years. By the time it's over, Brenda will have her 27. But we come and we go. It's you who are the risen body of Christ in this place. Christ's hands and feet, the ones who do Christ's will, the ones who know the mind of Christ, that you might share the love of Christ. And so as you enter into this transition period, a period that can be marked by anxiety and uncertainty, I want to begin by sharing with you my utter confidence and joy that I know with all of my being that you, the faithful people in this place, will be the church that God is calling you to be for this time and this neighborhood and this city and this world. You will be that church because you have been that church. For 212 years, you've been that church in this neighborhood, for this city, for this world, and you will for 212 more. 
You are the body of Christ. You can know the mind of Christ. You can and you will share the love of Christ. I've been thinking a lot about time. You may notice I've already quoted to you 212 years. I've been thinking a lot about time as I prepared to be with you today, in part because it was two and a half years ago, though in COVID time, that feels both like yesterday and 12 years ago, that I said goodbye to you. And it was 12 years ago tomorrow that this parish celebrated its bicentennial. It was my first fall here at St. James, and we had a giant service on November 14th, 2010. The church was absolutely packed. There wasn't a free seat in the chapel or the side aisles. There were people in Sunderland Hall. Our presiding bishop at the time, Catherine Jefford Shorey, was here as our preacher. And I remember in the morning services, we read the gospel, not here from the lectern, but from a book that starts on the altar and then is carried into the midst of the people. And it was my job to read the gospel that, that morning. And I carried the gospel book out into the middle of these thousands of people, a brand new deacon, a little nervous. And I remember opening the book and reading those words Christina just read to us tonight. And thinking... I'm really glad I don't have to preach on that. I'm really glad I don't have to preach on that. I wonder what she's going to do with that. Not so lucky tonight. This passage from Luke chapter 21, sometimes known as the Lucan apocalypse, is not the kind of passage you might choose for a happy occasion like a bicentennial or a consecration Sunday a passage as it is about the destruction of the temple and that season that followed of confusion and worry, of trepidation and persecution, a season that marked much of the life of the early church. And yet, as I've lived with this passage this week, as I've prayed with it, I've come to believe actually that while I might not have picked it, God did. It's exactly what we need to hear this night on this Consecration Sunday. Because in this passage, we get a window into how our Lord faces head on and tackles the elephant in the room, which is the anxiety that we all fear, feel at change and loss. And friends, the anxiety of change and loss is not just something St. James is wrestling with right now, though I imagine it is with the departure of a beloved rector. So much of our world is living with anxiety and loss right now. Political turmoil, economic uncertainty, war. So many people close at home and around the world who desperately long to know the good news of God, and yet for whom the good news seems as far off as the kingdom in R.S. Thomas' poem. Jesus faces head on into that anxiety with a word of hope 
and with a challenge to his disciples, to us, to grow. He says to them, look around, look around. You see, he's seen how they are admiring the magnificent temple in Jerusalem, not unlike the way some tourists gawk at the tall buildings on 57th Street these days, totally mesmerized by the splendor, the height, the engineering marvels of it. He sees them looking up at the temple and he says, look around. You see these stones? You see this intricate carving? You see these beautiful details? They won't last. They won't last. Only the God that they point to will last. Only God remains unchanging. Everything, everything else, no matter how stable it might seem, no matter how much we might long for it to be unchanging, everything else ebbs and flows, rises and falls, lives and dies. Look around, he says to his disciples. Don't put your trust in the things that fall away. Put your trust in God. He also says to the disciples, look around at your life. Look at the things that matter to you, your families, your relationships, the esteem that your friends hold you in. That's pretty fragile too. For you see, Jesus knows that he's just mere days away from his own suffering and death. And he knows too that these disciples will face their own seasons of persecution and hardship. And so he wants to prepare them for that too. When it comes, not if, when, don't think that it's that God has abandoned you. Know that God is with you. And because God is with you, and because you have one another, it's going to be fine. Not even the hairs of your head will be lost. Not even the hairs of your head will be lost because God will be with you. And so will one another. Jesus comes among us this night with the same invitation to look around. No, really, look around. You're more compliant than the 11 o'clock crowd. That's good. Jesus says, look around. Look around at the magnificent temple that we sit in, a living sign of God's dwelling in our midst. Look around at the amazing people on either side of you. Look around at the amazing leader you have and remember the leaders you have had and imagine the leaders you will have. Look at your life. Look at the abundant ways God has blessed you. Look around. Take heart and do not fear. Look around, be brave, and run into it, not away from it. Look around and remember that God is with you and you have one another. And because that's true, it's all going to be fine. Friends, tonight is Consecration Sunday. 
And on a practical level, that means it's an invitation for us to think about how we might make our 2023 financial commitments as an expression of faith and as an investment in the things that do not pass away, in the ministries of this place that have been part of this community for 212 years and will be for 212 more. It's an invitation to be all in, to be as generous as we can be so that this parish will have the resources it needs to do the work God is calling it to do right here, right now. But at the risk of scaring the rector, Consecration Sunday is not actually about your pledge. It's about your life. It's about everything. It's an invitation to think about all of it. It's an invitation to take stock of where God has been showing up for you, how God has been building your faith, how God has put you in community with others to learn and grow together and to serve together in Christ's name. It's an opportunity to take stock of that love that Christ has poured into our hearts and then to respond as freely as we know how, offering ourselves, our souls and our bodies, our time, our talent, and our treasure to the work that God is up to in this neighborhood. So friends, I invite you this night to think about that question. Am I all in? Am I ready to respond to God? to the God who in Christ shows us that he's all in for love of us. For that is what we see in our Savior, a love that never lets any of us go, a power that can make all things new. So friends, let's be all in. Let's remember, as Brenda likes to remind us, that we are Jesus, church. And as such, we can trust and live out in confidence that he's all in for us. And that will never, ever, ever, ever change.